Hey guys, and welcome to episode 12 of the Blockchain Bandits podcast. Today you're here with me, Jeff. Myself, Courtney. And me, Andy. I'm back. Yeah, Andy's back. We we had a talk and we decided it would be okay for him to come back if he said please. Hey. So yeah, he came back, he said please, and <laughs> we let him back. Um, yeah, so how was your ski trip, Andy? I fell a lot. I fell so many times, but it was it was a great experience. Uh, I'll definitely go again. Um, it's not as cold as you think. You'll be surprised. But yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice. Basically, it was rubbish. Ah. So anyway, um, he's glad to be back here in England because it's way yeah, better doing true, a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And now we're going to end up talking about all the great stuff that happened in cryptocurrencies on blockchain tech this week. Um, one of them being the coin. Hack, coin check hack yeah happy days um we're talking about Theresa may speaking at davos about cryptocurrencies and what that um effect may like what effect that may have also we'll be talking about um um the we um cryptocurrencies ranking so basically they came out with a sheet with loads of um cryptocurrencies ranked and stuff next we'll be talking about how to recognize a good white paper and what you should look out for in a white paper because I know, you know, we always say look at white papers but you might not know what to look for in a white paper so we thought we'd help with that. And then we'll be just talking about some cryptocurrencies and ICOs that we um, we, we like the look of or have looked at. Uh, we might not like the look of them but just our little short opinions on them. Um, so yeah, let's get stuck in. Um, so yeah, Theresa May was talking about cryptocurrencies at Davos. Um, this week and she said um, they'll be looking to get some sort of regulation in there because you know that she was worried and she was going on about you know the criminal uses you know the the general normal fud narrative that is that comes out of politicians but um, she also was wary of um, basically keeping um, Britain a great place for tech um, startups and, and tech um, companies because obviously um, it, it's a big part of the economy, um, te- um, the tech industry. And so stifling cryptocurrencies too much and blockchain tech too much might uh, force people out. So I think that's kind of good news. It's good news. And you could got to kind of expect the, the general FUD narrative because that's just what these people are going to do. Um, what do you guys think? Well, I'd suggest that there's most likely hidden agendas when it comes to the government looking into cryptos and potentially them trying to enforce more centralization on them because um, of various reasons. I think um, one reason that most likely would be good for the space is actually to clamp down on criminals and people trying to do illegal activities, transactions, etc. via uh, cryptocurrencies like, you know, Bitcoin, etc. Um, I think it's good that, you know, they at least are aware of it. Um, but what they do with it is, again, subjective as whether it's going to be a good or bad thing. Um, and then finally, yeah, there was a whole possibility of her linking it to potential activities like terrorism, which, you know, we all are against and we don't want to occur. So, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's, it can be a good thing, I guess. Uh, yeah, personally, I'm, I love politics. Mm. And, uh, but again, I'm one of those people who loves complaining about <laughs> politicians. And this is one of those moments right now because, uh, again, uh, here we have a uh, politician, Theresa May, using terrorism and the criminals as an excuse mm. to do what they want. Um, however, there are there are like criminals who are using it mm. to 
get rid um, to uh, launder money mm. and tax evade. But again, like there's there's as many ta- um, cheats and frauds and criminals in this in in the square mile. Mm, and there's true. and there's even like if you want to go to like, I mean Jersey I mean it's that's is is evasion yeah um so again like why like she's attacking one uh, like a, a, a market which is new and it is 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 it's like it's upcoming mm. and in terms of like how what's going on in the country in terms of Brexit like we're supposed to be a hub like a technology hub mm. to grow mm. and why why be closed minded to and say this at Davos. Mm. Um, like it's it's a bit it's a bit silly. Uh, really, what again? Politicians, what they're really saying is, we're scared about our central bank. We're scared about mm. the Bank of England because this is becoming a problem. Mm. And be, uh, it, because we can't, we don't control this. We're gonna make it. We're gonna say it's 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 a problem because of terrorism and mm. criminals. Um, which I uh, like. I uh, again, fair enough. They want to keep their hand on power, and the British government have always been pretty uh, power hungry. <laughs> yes, exactly. Is from 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 many centuries. Yeah. So um, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what, what what direction we take. Uh, regulations was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like um, it, we and we did, we did say this. It was just it's not it's just a matter of, it's not a matter of fact or uh, like. If it was gonna happen, it was it was when it was gonna happen. Mm. So I guess now it might be sooner than later. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. As it grows, um, and as it scales, um, regulation will have to come in tighter. Especially as it's it's finding its way in every single industry now. Um, the cryptocurrency um, space is is and it's gonna be everywhere. It's already everywhere. It's at the root of everything. Ready. So it's already in place to be everywhere. It's just a matter of times, and obviously, regulations will have to follow because I mean, that's the that's just the structure of the of the society we're living in at the moment. Um, but yeah, no, but it's exciting. Um, I can't wait to um, to see what happens in the space. Like we said, ready to went 2018 is a big year for um, for cryptos, and and another indicator of that is that we's coming out with a a, a rating system for. Um, cryptocurrencies so what that was what that involved was they just brought out like a document and it had a bunch of cryptocurrencies listed not all of them because that would just be impossible but um, I think how many do they have they had like a hundred or something yeah about a about hundred yeah. So, yeah and they, yeah. and they and they ranked them on like you know like a graded scale so like a plus being the highest and uh, probably a, an F being the lowest or something um, none of them got an F I think the lowest was like a D minus, yeah. and the highest was a B. Was it? Um, yeah, B. Yeah, B. Yeah, Ethereum got a B or B plus, I think, or um, something like that. Yeah, Ethereum got a B. Yeah, I think it was probably one of the highest ranked one. Most of them were C's. Um, a lot of people weren't happy with that. Um, I think the Weiss website was getting uh, DOS attacks, so that's when it gets its servers get overloaded by people because there were so many people unhappy with the ranking system because a lot of coins um, got lower rankings than they thought deserved. But the majority of them got C's, to be honest, and a few of them got D's and D minuses, and then there was a few with B's. Um, what their ranking system was based on is isn't very clear. And that's one of my problems with it. It's like if you bring out a ranking system, please tell us what parameters you're measuring these 
these coins by because then it doesn't really have any weight. Anyone can just slap letters next to a, a thing and be like, oh, it's an A, it's a B. Like, it doesn't really mean anything. Um, so, um, yeah, that was my main issue with the whole Wii's cryptocurrency thing. But it was interesting to see. I, I was very intrigued to see how the market, if the market would react to it and why. And um, it didn't really, I suppose. Um, but who knows, maybe it's a delayed reaction or whatever. But I, I, it didn't have a reaction. This is a very volatile market. And if it did, rea if it, I think if the cryptocurrency market was going to react to it, it would have been a lot more violent. True. So um, I don't think it did, really. Yeah, I, you know, I would like to say the same, really, in, in terms of that. I think first hearing about it, I thought, oh, my goodness, this is going to have a dramatic impact on the market. Um, you know, people like to kind of listen to information from all over the place, but something that is kind of backed a bit, you know, because there's a bit of um, history of them being, you know, kind of reputable. It's, you know, it could have a, a, a impact on the market depending on what they kind of say about certain uh, cryptocurrencies and ICOs. Um, you know, I guess the biggest fear really is, you know, some them pumping some up some random ICO that <laughs> is terrible. Um, but there was no obvious kind of, um, you know, uh, way of seeing that because um, a lot of them just got ranked C, really, um, you know, and some of them that actually are good, like Ethereum, got ranked B. So, yeah, I guess it didn't have so much of an impact as I thought it would first would. Yeah, like, um, yeah, again, I know that the, the coins were actually, the ICOs that actually did do well. So, Cardano, um Neo, mm. EOS, Ethereum. Uh, when this got released, it um, it it was a good day for for them definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so like, it'll be interesting to see um the other. I think they're going to do monthly mm. uh, monthly reports, uh, monthly rating. Sorry, um, or quarterly. I'm, I'm I haven't actually found. I, I haven't subscribed to it because yeah. apparently you have to pay in to. Yeah. to and subscribe to work it out but um yeah so it'll be interesting to see the future ones uh but uh, we we just managed to get uh, get the get the list yeah. we're actually looking at it right now yeah. on twitter and um to be honest i think it's a bit silly that they gave cardano a b considering it's not been released yet it's not being used that's what I mean. there's yeah, been exactly. nothing built on top exactly. of it on top of it so it's just What's it based on? yeah we don't know what it's based on that's uh, as i was mentioned before it might just be opinion yeah you know it might just be opinion and really there's always going to be opinion in it like even what we're saying right now there's opinion on it but um you know you've got to come with some if you're going to release a document like this and make pay people pay for it you gotta have something behind it you know or explain what is behind it well at least you know it's independent unbiased accurate and trusted <laughs> that's just what it says on the sheet yeah, yeah. yeah. if, if it's it. their motto then yeah, it must well, be it has to be true yeah. it's got to be true uh, gosh yeah. but yeah <laughs> but yeah no it's just um, you know uh, there are going to be people that are paying for this and there's, there are going to be people that are going to be relying on this and it's a bit silly to be honest yeah, but I doubt there's anyone relying solely on this, so that's good. But you never know. There's a lot of, you, yeah. yeah I'm sure there's people out there that are doing it. Actually, yeah. it's, it's not necessarily bad to have some this as a resource, um, you know, to assist you. Um, but you just don't rely on one resource, do you, when you are looking at an ICO or so? So as long as you're not doing that, then you're you're good, mm. in effect. Um, but yeah, if you were just relying on this, then you know. 
beggar's belief basically anything could happen mm. yeah I, I i don't know like again they they threw c's pretty much everywhere like basically average yeah um there's a lot of there's a lot of uh what i personally think is shit quite like verge yeah <laughs> which are like c's and then they're raided against other coins like i don't know what well, Stratus. Like, Stra- yeah, Stratus is pretty is yeah, good. good like, yeah. It's got um it's got a good team, mm. it's got a good use case. C. Yeah. Uh, and then like they've um for example yeah, this Skycoin got um a, a C minus mm. which and so does Ubic. Again, uh, and then you have coin like Litecoin has a C plus and Bitcoin has a C plus. Yeah, I can't piece it together. I it can't. kind of feels like you know, like um, teachers get a lot of marking to do and they have to grade, yeah. and they look at their stack of sheets and they're just like, you know what, C, 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 kind of like you, B, C, 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 or oh, hate you, D. Like, that's how, that's how it seems it's been done, you know, um, just because of the vast majority of C's out there, and most of them don't seem to have been thought through properly. Well, or maybe they're just gonna put the ratings high for the one, for the things the coins they're holding. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. They're saying they're unbiased, but we don't know. They could be holding the coins. A pump and dump type. Yeah, of yeah. yeah exactly. So you never yeah. know. Or they might just be trying to get their foot in as the um the go-to cryptocurrency ratings. Yeah, guys. I think that's what they're, they're trying to do. But yeah. well, again, like all jokes aside, it's it's a good little resource, I guess. Mm. Take into account. Don't. Or again, with all these resources out there. Take it with a pinch of salt. Exactly. Um, Including us, because yeah. we're not financial advisors. Exactly. Uh, we, we, everyone has their opinions, even yeah. if they like. They're, they're gonna. There's gonna be bias, uh, one way or another. Mm. Um, that's a fact. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, I'm bi- independent, unbiased, accurate. Yeah, they're probably holding loads of Ethereum. Yeah. Well, if they are, they're doing. They're gonna be happy right now. Yeah, Ethereum's doing quite well. Amazing. Man. Mm. But yeah, um, in other news, the coin check hack, a uh, bunch of um, NEM, what was it, like $530 million yeah. worth of NEM was, um, ha- was well, stolen from the coin check exchange. Um, they said recently, um, coin check came out and said they were going to refund their the stolen NEM at the amount of, um, I can't remember how much yen it was. Uh, Japanese yen, but um, they're basically going to refund um, their their um, customers or whoever's been, was stolen, which is quite good. You don't really hear that often from um, exchanges, and if they do refund people, usually it's at a really really low rate. Um, so that's good, I suppose. But it doesn't stop the fact that security needs to be improved. Like I was mentioning earlier to the guys about um, that the um, cryptocurrency exchanges that have as much security as banks or more, to be honest, because they're targets at the moment. You know, there's a lot of money in it. If you can hack and can hack well, you're going to give give it a go, you know. It's worth a lot, you know, especially if you're struggling. Even if you're not struggling, like $530 million, is like if you can get your hands on it, if you've got the skills, why not? You know, that's what's going to be going through someone's head who's obviously not moral. If you're not a moral person, you don't mind stealing from other people. You're gonna do it, aren't you? So, um, yeah, that's that's the situation of that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we, as uh, the general population, kind of uh, 
forget that criminals aren't just, you know, sitting there bored and go, hmm, might as just steal everybody's money, you know, why not? Um, I guess some of them could be thinking that, but a lot of them are actually opportunists and they say, you know what, I can see this thing, it's, it's not necessarily regulated, so, you know, there's less controls, there's less security. Um, it depends on, you know, the developer and, you know, maybe the developer's been a bit slack because all they've cared about is marketing. And they're going to take advantage of such situations and um not to say that's all the examples of how they'll do it but uh, you know the more opportunity you give them you know the more reason you give them to say you know pick me and they're gonna choose you um and yeah it's, it's a sad thing but it's, yeah as i just said it's good to see that um you know there is you know refunds taking place and uh you know you can tell that the ic actually do care about the people that are investing in them um so i i think it's really good of them um, yeah, like again, yeah, CoinCheck definitely did a good thing covering covering bases. But again, we said it earlier, like this shouldn't happen. Mm. Uh, they really got to work in security. Mm. But um, it, like, there needs to be questions asked of developers uh, because they need to understand that when uh, when people are holding a lot of value, a lot of money um, on these exchanges, they need security and they need that peace of mind. Mm. Um, paying back your, your the customers who've lost that money um, is obviously a very good gesture, mm. but what is to say they won't? They, they might not come back now. Um, so there are questions there, but also it does like again. I, <laughs> I know some of us hold a bit of NEM, mm. but um, it does ask questions of NEM because it's, the reason being, and hear me out, mm. is there's half a billion NEM. What's just gone into uh, like thieves hands yeah and um usually for example say uh people who uh like rob people uh putting money into atm machines mm -hmm. uh like if you try to break break open the case it yeah. taints the money yeah, yeah. uh the money is destroyed mm. like you can't use it yeah uh a few uh, cryptocurrencies are like for example tether like mm. again all of yeah. business was going on with Tether now. Mm. Tether, if some people stole some Tether, it'd be tagged. And it was tagged mm. and it was it was removed. Like cause it, cause they know wh what Tether went, mm. they can taint it and say you can't this, can't you can't it. exchange you yeah. can't change this. Mm. So, NEM don't have that in their system. Yeah. They're working on it. Yeah. And that's why NEM, NEM took a dive mm. and then when they NEM said they're they're gonna be working on it, it now. Then up. it then it bounced bounced back up. Yeah. But a lot more ICOs should probably look into, into doing that, because yeah. Hackers are gonna see where they could because they, they they knew what they were going for. Yeah, they like if they've gone into exchange, they, they, they there's so many exchange. choices they exactly, could go after, yeah. exactly. So it's, it's, it's just kind of like, well, if more ICOs had that tagging system, right. uh, it's kind of like that added extra security. Mm. Um, just knowing that one day you might not lose like all your coins because yeah. um, hackers took it. Mm. But I think that's the problem of the space not being regulated. Because if you have a place or a place anywhere else, um, something happens. Let's say the government, yeah, notice that you know crime rates are are going crazy in one area. Every single other area focuses on that type of thing. You know, it's it's like a because it's centralized. It's it's kind of like um a total reform. Will occur, whereas obviously in the space it's not necessarily the same thing. But I think that's what they should naturally just induct into their own ICOs. You know, mm. each ICO should say to themselves, "Well, we see this happening over here. We don't want this to happen to us because it's like a business. Like yeah. you don't want it to happen to us. Um, what are we going to do to improve that?" And I guess it's something you might be working on, something that you might be having future developments for. But 
I think a sort of reform in terms of security needs to be at the forefront of everybody's minds across the space. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? A lot of people, when you think about a hacker, you're thinking about one guy maybe in his room wearing a hoodie. Yeah. Being, but he, it might not be one guy. It might be a whole team of people. It might be a government institution somewhere could, uh, some in some sort of country that's just trying to get money and they put their computers together, brought out their best hackers and decided to get some money. Like... Yeah. It's not necessarily just one guy. It could be. You never know because there are some really, really clever people out there that could do that. But it's not necessarily that. And so it basically broadens the spectrum of danger and that gives, increases the reason to increase security. Um, yeah, so that's just that, really. Um, but yeah, moving on. Um, we're all, always talking about um, looking into a coin and stuff and telling you guys, you know what? It'd be a good idea for you to look into a coin uh, properly and do your research and blah blah blah. And one of the key things we always say is, "Oh, read the white paper." But I, we notice that we don't actually say, "What do you look for in the white paper?" And that can be very difficult, especially if you're not a techie or you're not look, good at looking into companies and and things like that. And you're you're brand new to this, really. Um, so yeah, we've got some stuff. I think Andy's got some stuff to um, to tell you guys about what you could kind of look for when looking in the uh, white paper part. Oh, the key thing I, I want to start off with is um, people should understand what exactly a white paper is. Mm. And it's it's the the company or ICO or currency, it's their way of selling themselves to you, to, mm. to the investor. Yeah. And um, this is like, yeah, it's, it's literally about them. It's like investing us. Mm. That's what a white paper is. Yeah. Now, this, this, is the, this is kind of like the first contact between you and them mm. and it's almost like a cv exactly mm. exactly yeah perfect yeah mm. perfect example mm. and so they want to put their best foot forward mm. and if they're not putting their best foot forward you like you you should be spotting the signs yeah. and you should you should be asking questions mm. and why, when you're going through these white papers you should be looking for like again i'm going to share uh, share some pointers and show so we've got like Guys, too, if they, uh, I'm sure you guys got some plenty. Mm. Like, um, that you should be looking for when you're reading these white papers. Because after a while, when you read a few white papers, you'll see similarities and you'll see things that, oh, they've missed out this yeah. really important point. Mm. Um, well, basically, first off, in terms of white papers, is like, they have to inform the public of the project itself, mm -hmm. like, what it's about. Honestly, they should keep it simple. Yeah. Like it should be like a, 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 a small description, and then they can go more into detail. Because mm. um, uh, a lot of people who are reading these white papers, they're not necessarily technical. Mm. They're investors. Yeah. They don't need to know about all of the numbers. Yeah. They need to know about the like the, the concepts. Exactly. Works, yeah. Exactly. Um, so like again like some people they, uh, some ICOs some white papers they might might bloat you with information mm. um, like again whether, whether that's good or bad or not mm. but it does turn people away so maybe that's just kind of a it's it's, it's kind of a bad way to approach yeah. it personally mm. but that's why we do always say read the white papers mm. but again like a lot of people well, not a lot of people, I would like to think not a lot of people but some people they just invest in ICOs or currencies just from word of mouth from their friends. Mm. Um, again, you might see something you like what would throw like a few red flags. Mm. Maybe you might not want to be putting in your savings <laughs> into this. Yeah. Anyway, um, what they actually want to accomplish. Mm. So usually, 
yeah, they, like uh, what their aims are, uh, what their end goals are. Mm. They all all businesses have to have uh, like a vision insight mm-hmm. in terms of what they want to do. Mm. What how will the world change to their business project ICO currency? Um, they have to say like why they believe in their product and why they believe is is needed. Mm. So. How again? How much is going to benefit you, the person, the consumer? Uh, maybe whatever service they're in. So maybe it's an energy. Um, how it's going to uh, like reduce the amount spent on energy by a certain percentage? Like these are these are things what need to be shared. Mm. Um, again, in terms of like what they believe in, in terms of like, the future, it's it's usually mapped on, mapped in something what's called a roadmap, which is a timeline of milestones they want to reach and mm. when. Yeah. So you as an investor you uh it's kind of like their promise to you that by qu- uh, the third quarter of 2018 we're gonna we're gonna do abc mm. um and then the the fourth quarter of quarter of 2018 we're gonna do abc mm. um it like if they don't hit those goals then there's problems yeah. maybe there's questions you need to be asked as a team again mm. you're the boss yeah. and if you're investing in, in them you, you've got to be asking the questions. Mm. A lot of new ICOs, what they tend to do is they just bring out roadmaps. Yeah. And these are just dreams. They're mm. just selling you dreams. Literally. They're mm. just like, they're, they're just saying, okay, well. Uh, they can literally do say absolutely exactly. anything. Yeah. Pumping you full of information that is not even achievable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then you, um, obviously, the, the, the way they want to hit their goals. Mm. How they're gonna do it? Mm. How much money are they gonna put in their teams? Mm. So they're building so much money from ICOs. Yeah. How much percentage are they gonna put in their development yeah. team to, to actually build it? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, again, these are key things to look for. Mm. Um, if if it's a project that will hold the ICO, you need to also find out how they will distrib- distribute the tokens when mm. they're created. Yeah. So, how how much money is being put, uh, given to the actual? Uh, partners, mm, developers, developers mm. the team, uh, how much is getting released on release, the initial release. Yeah. Um, again, if it's an ICO, pretty important. Um, now, obviously, they, like these are, there's a few signs we know, what we, we kind of spot and we're like, huh, yeah. when we read a white paper. Yeah. And first, first things first is obviously spelling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, uh, it's got to come, come from the point of view, like, again, like, uh, I'm going to bring up the CV point of mm. view again. You're trying to sell yourself. Mm. You, you're supposed to, like, show everything you've got. Mm. And, like, how are you going to go in there with bad grammar, bad spelling? Yeah. Go think about it. If they mess up their spelling, then they're likely to mess up their code. And That's so they'll just get hacked and then you're upset. <laughs> you've got to ask questions. Yeah. Like, um, if they're leaving out re- important information, yeah, like... Um, again, this is, is very dependent on what the ICO is or the currency. Mm. But I don't know if they're not if they're not sharing how the transaction time of a uh, like again. This is really important. Mm. I hope that most do do share like, mm. all I've read so far. But again, they, they, if they got their transaction time, mm. share it. Don't, if they if they're not leaving if they've um, if they've left it out mm. again, just be like whoa, like what's going on here? Yeah. Um, Again, if there's an actual use case, mm. are they just making something out of thin air and making True. a problem and being like, yeah, solving d- a problem that's not a problem. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they're basically making 
their own little dream happen. Yeah. Mm. It, it's not really gonna help. It's not gonna. It's not gonna help people. It's not gonna help uh, happen too much. Mm. Um, <laughs> again, this has been happening a lot lately. Mm. The whole. Let me let me borrow your work and let me just change it. Yeah, then. yeah. Uh, if a white paper has been copied. Yeah. And it's just changed a bit. That's a huge red flag. Yeah, because yeah. uh, again, I'm you. You already know what I'm gonna say, yeah. but it's kind of like um, if you're you're putting all your your time and effort into this uh, into this ICO, mm. but you haven't got time to sell the white, white people paper well, yeah. do it well. Mm. You've got to copy someone else's. One thing I was mentioning earlier to the guys is one tactic I, I learned on Reddit to check whether a um, a white paper's been plagiarized as you can um a lot of people who um well a lot of unis or a lot of colleges and stuff um use turnitin or uh, or apps like that and they just basically copy and paste the um white paper into there and see how much percentage of it's been plagiarized and you can use that and if a cer over a certain percentage has been plagiarized then you can basically have you you know it's been copied or whatever and you know it's probably not worth your time but then knowing the difference between the original and the copy, that's where the, where it comes into. But you can try and figure out which one was made first, and you know, go through it and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead. And the last point mm -hmm. is again one we always laugh out uh, about a lot, and it's lots of unnecessary jargon. Yeah, definitely. Just for the sake of it. Yeah. Let, let me look. Let, let's look as smart as possible. <laughs> saying all these crazy words. Literally using the thesaurus on words yeah. like, for every single word. Like, there's no need. You need, like, again, they need to understand that the um, the people investing aren't necessarily completely technical. Mm. Um, I I think part of them do it as it's like it's like a. Um, facade mm, um definitely so yeah again for me they're, they're red flags yeah definitely like um one of the the things that you mentioned is like leaving out um leaving out sections uh one red flag i read one white paper and on it it didn't have a single section about the security not wow. one section about security and i was looking for it and i was going through it. i was like what then i put it on like the pdf viewer and I, like so i could check all the the contents like really easily Did it, didn't search security and the search bar didn't come up i was just like okay well i'm not looking into this anymore yeah, yeah so um i think the only other thing i'd really add to that is the fact that they might have items in their white paper that subliminally talks about the fact that they're actually centralized the whole time um and that's something you'll be going against so like that's a, a flag or you know they'll be like oh yeah we're totally decentralized and then yeah we're just linked with halifax mm -hmm. um not to say that any white paper read actually said that but that's the kind of um, point i'm trying to get across yeah, like the philosophies yeah. Of the project, yeah, yeah 100%. this is uh like i think i feel like a lot of people might be listening to us thinking oh we're just one of those decentralization like guys that just wants to push or we're just anarchists and whatnot but i think the problem yeah with um with um with centralized coins or cryptocurrencies or icos is that there's a clear conflict of interest if it's centralized then these people can like what reason do you have to trust these people they haven't proved they're brand new they haven't proved that they can earn your trust and they there's a huge conflict of interest if they own loads of these coins and they or if they centralized it they could put push things in their favor and against you in order to benefit so 
um, there's, there's that's just one of the red flags there. But if it's decentralized, then there's no need for you to trust. It makes it a lot easier to invest in a trustless system, and that's that's what this is all about, really. But I just wanted to get that clear because uh, a lot of people I talk to just feel like when I talk to them about decentralization, I feel like they 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 just think um it's just because of, I'm an anarchist or something. But yeah. <laughs> No, we have actually talked about like the benefits of both decentralization and centralization before. Yeah. So, you know, there is a fair balance, but it's, it's mainly, you know, your your ideals or, you know, the reason why it's centralized or decentralized, mm. that's key. Um, and I think if you look into an ICO and you're looking for total decentralization and they do have this kind of sub subliminal, or, you know, this kind of, um, you know, unclear way of kind of saying we are actually are centralized but we're just not telling you that directly that's a, a flag isn't it mm. um but you know if they're honest and they're saying look it's centralized in this way I and mean, this is the reason why potentially you know we're not going to give you you know it's centralized because we're going to be the story of the security you can question it is that a good thing is that a bad thing mm. and it kind of gives you a bit more of a basis to actually say whether or not you actually want to invest mm. Yeah, um, is that everything we want to say on white papers essentially? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I suppose we could go into more detail on it at some point. It's probably something where we will be looking to do with our Patreon, just helping people break down white papers and stuff. But um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we each looked at um, cryptocurrency ICO, and we just wanted to um, uh, give our opinion on them. Some may be bad, some may be good. So yeah. Um, which one were you looking at, um, Courtney? Uh, so I was looking at a uh, ICO called um, Lisk. It's quite uh, new. Uh, it's been in the space from about May 16 or so. Um, it looks pretty good, if I'm honest with you. Um, you know, it looks at it quite high level and there's most likely little bits and bobs which are questionable. But um, if you were to think of it as... Um, like it's a network basically where um decentralized blockchain applications or dApps can actually be built on top of it so, so like ethereum it, kind of like ethereum but it's got a slight difference in terms of like ethereum you'll build um you know apps on it using like languages that solidity and then you'd kind of um there'll be hard forks off for that particular app mm. um or that ico whatever will be created from it mm. Whereas with uh, Lisk, it actually um, has its main blockchain, the Lisk blockchain, mm. but then um, there's actually loads of side chains that actually can be built. Oh, okay. um, and then you'll have basically JavaScript based um, applications built on that using their SDK. Okay. Um, it's quite good. The uh, Well, they told that the API is actually really powerful, the Lisk API. So it's actually, you know, apparently quite good. Um, naturally, for the developers that are uh, listening in um you might be worried about javascript and the use of javascript and you know it's, it's, it's you know it's not the best potentially or it might have its limitations and according to um Lisk, they're actually working on that quite extensively mm. so again they, in terms of their kind of you know objectives etc it looked quite good mm. um to try to just provide a uh, decentralized place for you to actually build apps which they're in, the, in their words, um, you know, they don't like um, the fact that you've got, you know, the App Store or you've got Google's Play Store that are centralized and, you know, they have ultimately the control of, you know, what gets put through, et cetera, et cetera. So, 
Um, they're, they're not trying, really trying to even control the whole market though. They are suggesting that other, you know, area, no, other um, ICOs can do exactly what they're doing, but they just want to provide something where people can come and build JavaScript kind of applications. So that would make it like easier for developers to build on because JavaScript is kind of like a very common um, mm -hmm. language out there. And, um, you know, and the fact that you can build side chains as well, I'm sure mm -hmm. that would be appealing to like companies who want to build their own networks. You know? Yeah, and you know, they're saying that, you know, I, new ICOs are built on top of it, for instance. They can use their tokens, they can use their own token. Mm. Um, they can, you can pretty much start your own ICO on there from the ground up mm. and, you know, build up whatever you want, yeah. in effect. You know, there's no real limitation in terms of what you can build. Yeah. It's, it's up to you as, as a developer. Um, so, again, I think it's quite cool. Um, there is, uh, they do use a uh, delicated proof of stake, which is not straight proof of stake, and it's most likely a better video. Well, a new, another video should be created for going into all of that. Um, and I think the only thing, other things, the few highlights is that um, they're suggesting that um, the front end can be accessed decentrally. In effect, okay. isn't if you can coin the word decentrally, also, <laughs> but um, which is apparently a, quite a unique kind of thing in the blockchain industry um i guess you know you'd kind of go to a kind of central store of wherever yeah. you know the front end is yeah, and usually, it usually. Is, is stored on like a front end uh, uh, the front end is usually stored on a centralized server mm -hmm. so that's quite cool that it's decentralized mm -hmm. yeah. and uh finally they're kind of um well, when it comes to like marketing um, because they've got like a roadmap, they they, they want to provide certain things over a period of time, and a lot of the things they're trying to provide isn't going to be something they can do tomorrow or next week. Um, so it's it's a case of they're trying to um, suggest that when it comes to marketing, they will stage it for certain things that they're trying to release and not go crazy going, get involved now, it's amazing now, get involved now, you earn loads of money now because you know naturally they don't want to um encourage pump and dumps um so yeah in a whole i think it's like a good idea um it looks like it's something that could be really really promising especially mm. as they continue to develop and get better mm. and yeah that was that was my one um um yeah um so yeah i was looking at nebulous did a video on it quickly um uh, you guys might have watched it you may not have but basically what it is it's like a search engine um, that allows you to find um, decentralized apps and it ranks them as well in in order of um, based on things like its propagation how useful it is how liquid it is um, how many users it has how many quality high quality users it has um, it uses a um, a, a protocol called um, proof of devotion which is very similar to proof of importance where you have to stake at, and at the same time have um, high quality transactions and high quality interactions on the chain um, in order to be become a bookkeeper which is what they call their miners and as a bookkeeper you regulate um, you know what um, you regulate obviously transactions and also which um, um, the voting system the ranking system for how um, uh, decentralized apps get ranked on, on its ranking system it's quite cool it's basically like the play store for um, for decentralized apps um, it will have like sections it has a good security system and it has a good um, basically it has a, a protocol in place for, for stopping people from cheating you know and getting there basically they could like DDoS their own websites and have high 
um, high ranking on then and obviously have more mining power but um, because it has to be high quality interactions um, they had a whole equation written out which I didn't really understand that much I'm not gonna lie but when it was broken down in terms of the way they they explained it on the um, in the white paper um, it was it seemed quite cool um, I was gonna get Courtney to look at it to be honest because he's the mathematician but yeah um, it was um, it's, uh, it seems quite cool it's a good idea they seem to be the only people doing it which makes it quite unique Bitclave does something similar but it's not really it's not as broad as that like, decentralized apps like looking for all decentralized apps so it's, it's quite good it's made by the same team that created Neo and it's uh, based in China um, which comes with pros and cons, but yeah, the the guys that started Neo are working on it at the moment It's a good strong team. There's some other guys that worked on other good projects. Um, working on it as well um, It's built on top of Ethereum um, They have their own native token as well and um, uh, It looks it looks quite promising. I want to see how it develops um, Yeah, so that was what I was looking at. I, I didn't know that uh, Nebula was built on yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. Fair enough, well, he did um, mention that um, they respect Ethereum and they want to replicate what Ethereum has done in the in the space in terms of their own. So basically, they're saying if Ethereum's like Windows, then they they want to be like the Google. Yeah. So basically, yeah, that's what they fully respect that. Though. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. In yeah. Terms of, like, it's good. It's good collaboration. Exactly. As well, why not? Why why not use the best and then build build on it? Exactly. Yeah. No, it's good. That's really good. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, which yeah, one no, are you um, So I've been looking at Stella. Mm. Like Stella is a, a um, ICO which I I like a lot. Mm. Uh, for, uh, just for the fact that it's the main competitor of Ripple. Mm. Uh, again, Ripple and Stella are um, two f basically instant. Um, uh, transaction uh, ICOs mm. and we're talking about maybe two to five seconds mm. um, in ideal situations uh, they're actually made uh, the co-founder is uh, made by the same people who made, uh, made Ripple mm -hmm. uh, Um he decided that Ripple was not the way to go in terms of uh, this whole centralization in terms of like the small banks and then making it grow from there mm. What we should, what, well, what he thought, thought um, was the best thing to do was he was going to make Stella, which he made in around mid 2014. So it's been around in the game. Yeah. And he's like, he said that he was going to go f uh, make Stella grow through um, developing countries. Mm. Again, like, I see, I, I like the philosophy. Exactly. It's, it's, it's good. Is is he he co-founded it with. Uh, one of the CEOs of Stripe, okay. uh, Patrick um, Collison, mm -hmm. and like uh, there's works that the same Stripe would have just stopped uh, doing Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, 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 they picked up Stella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're, like they're they're gonna uh, they're gonna do that. Um, in terms of, in terms of Stella itself, it's like its network is is solving a real big problem in terms of an easy movement of money in time and cost efficient man manner. Again, we've talked about it, the fact that McCaleb, he has experience in, in Ripple, yeah. and he, he was also part of the Mount Gox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that yeah. comes with pros and cons. Exactly, yeah. 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 Uh, backing of Stripe, mm. which is Stripe again, mm. big name. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and then the com companies like Dual Light mm. actually use them. In terms of their, in terms of their cons, um, 
Ripple is much bigger in terms of like let's say market cap. Yeah. Or uh, just into, like it's twenty times bigger from this 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 infograph is since June. Yeah. So it's a while back. Yeah. But <laughs> I know that uh, sellers caught up lately. Yeah. The, the gap is closing between them. Yeah. yeah. And uh, no, that's good. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's good to see because mm. uh, again, like in terms of a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, Ripple's holdings are, are in their main circle yeah, exactly. in centralization. Mm. Whereas um, one of one of the things that Caleb actually decided was pushing, changing that. Mm. Um, again, I, I don't have the exact numbers because again, you guys know yeah. I was getting different numbers everywhere. Yeah. But the, the one I seem to be for, uh, uh, find is around five percent. Yeah, five percent. It covers uh, the operational costs of Stellar. Mm. Mm. Uh, what it actually does is. Um, it's, it's pretty unique in the sense that they, they supply, they, they will increase the supply of lumens by 1% every year. Lumens collect, uh, collected as fees would also be ploughed back into the network. Mm. Um, so th- that, that's their way to combat inf- inflation. Yeah. Uh, which, is, again, is a little unique uh, concept. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it seems like we've all found decent ones. I was hoping we had one that we could just rip to shreds, but unfortunately we all found pretty decent ones. I suppose we just ignored the crappy ones. But yeah, I think that's it for um, today's um, podcast. Um, yeah, it's been a great, great week. It's been a great month so far. We're nearly at the end of um, the first month of 2018 and it's already been action-packed. There's already been a crash or whatever. And there's, all, there's news every day here, but we expect this from the cryptocurrency market. It's developing, it's new, and there's going to be like developments every week. There's going to be new stuff every week, which is good for us because then we can talk to you guys about it. We have loads of things we want to talk about. We just don't have the time <laughs> most of the time. So, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys later. All right, take care, guys. See you guys next week. <laughs>